Welcome back to another Purpose Served Podcast episode. I'm your host, Darren Wingfield. We are just going to have the audio version of the podcast um, today. Having technical difficulties with my camera, which blows, but it is what it is. I think that it's very important to, have, to, to discuss the element of death and how pivotal that role plays in our life. Now, for me, I came real close to death a couple times. I had a couple of near-death experiences. One from drowning at the beach. Another one was from a severe asthma attack that I had probably when I was like 12 years old. And that one was pretty tragic. So, this was... I would want to say like 2 o'clock in the morning. I used to get real bad asthma attacks where it felt like my lungs was like literally like closing up. Well, that's exactly what's happening. But in this moment, I left my asthma medicine at my dad's house. And I was staying at my mom's house at the time. And we had to call over there so he can drop by and drop off the medicine. But in that meantime, we was looking for, you know, inhaler or nebulizer treatment in my house and we couldn't find any. And that's when the last resort was, well, the last resort, I guess, would be to take me to the hospital. But, and this one was to call my dad. And I'll never forget, like, that time waiting for him. I felt like I was drawing nearer and nearer to taking my last breaths. And that was a difficult thing to, like, be going through. But I could also feel myself, like, giving in because it started to feel as though it was more so harder to, like, make, took more energy to take extra breaths than it was to, like, simply just let my breath just hold for a second because I was taking in way more air than the air that I was pushing out. So that effort just felt like that was too much in itself. And I started to feel myself kind of check out and get lightheaded, start to like get get that vibe of like giving in, you know. But luckily, my dad came through and saved the day and bought that asthma medicine. But the the next time was pretty, pretty crazy. I was deaf. I was much older than seven years later. In fact, I think I was 19 around this time. And a friend of mine wanted me to go out with him to sell some Jordans that he had. And I was like, all right, cool. I ain't doing nothing today. I'll ride out. So we get there. And we sit in front of this house for, I want to say, 45 minutes. This is what was, I guess, the first red red sign, the red flag. <laughs> and then after that... um. He ends up calling these uh, these dudes about these sneakers, asking them where they at. So at this time, now it's starting to get dark. This is around like the summertime, so start to get dark. And then next thing you know, I see these two dudes walking up. That's like probably like four or five houses away from where we are currently parked. These dudes end up walking up. One goes in on the driver's side, and one gets in in the back seat of the car and I got these freaking Jordans on my lap 
So the dude was like, are y'all the ones with the sneakers? And I said, yeah. And next thing you know, I hear a gun get cocked back. And he put it in between, like, I guess the door panel and the headrest. He put it between the door handle and uh, the the headrest and the door panel. And all I could hear him say is, turn around uh, and look down his barrel so you know it's real. And I look, I look down that gun. I said, oh, Jesus Christ, we're getting robbed. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that moment felt like I was in, in there for like eternally, eternally, eternity. It felt like that moment was never going to freaking go away. And I remember at the time I had my wallet and my phone in my pocket. But the only thing I gave up was my phone. Uh, because I don't I don't know why. I didn't really have nothing much in my wallet. But I pretty much told him, like, that was it. And to be quite honest, I was scared. I ain't going to act like I wasn't scared in that situation because it, it very much was terrifying, you know, and it also, in that moment, it didn't feel like I was going to die, and that's weird to be said with, a, I guess, a gun put to my head, but I remember after the situation, I was pretty, pretty upset, and I could have been upset at my friend, but he was he got robbed too so you know i kind of treated that situation like you know i got away lucky but the biggest thing that i was worried about was getting another phone that was like literally my main concern and i remember that i went to the police station to see if they can track my phone and then they asked me to give a description of the dudes and I'm like I don't know I barely know what they look like you know what I mean but other than that I was also the type of person and I can't still the con damn to be quite honest where it was just like uh, I don't I don't really know about I guess getting to the bottom of finding out who did this to me it was my main concern was literally getting a new phone you know that was like my focus or getting my old phone. And the most recent time past that was when my brakes gave out on me earlier this year. Now, that wasn't a near-death experience, but that situation could have easily went sour due to the fact that I decided to drive on the highway, multiple highways, in fact, without having any brakes. I couldn't stop at all. And the reason why I'm bringing up this is to show that we all are riding a, a fine line between life and death, crossing over to the other side, and how important it is to not take these moments and these days for granted, which we sometimes can due to the fact of us being an autopilot with just life in general, you know? And this can cause literally many, many things, you know what I mean, without us not realizing, you know, that we're mortal at the end of the day. So much time goes by and then we realize that 
time time went by pretty fast. Like for me, I think about that when I think about how long ago I graduated high school compared to when I was in school. How long it felt like school freaking lasted. That shit felt like it lasted eternity. And now it seems like it it flew freaking by. And also understanding our mortality in a way gives us a realm to create something that's going to last longer than us. And I guess that's why we procreate. We have kids. We have families. And that's why we want to pursue certain ventures and pursue certain arts or, you know, go after the passions that we have. Because in a way, it's like a sixth sense of us knowing that these things is going to live past us because we know that we have our own expiration date. Every last one of us do. And it's sometimes even weird for me to think about, you know, with my parents, my brothers and sisters, my loved ones, that there's going to come a point in time when they're no longer here no more, you know. And also, treating them with the utmost respect in that regard, knowing that that is the case, you know, and death is, I would want to say, our our biggest fear when it's all said and done. Nobody wants to die, but that's the unavoidable. That's the inevitable. We go towards that no matter what. In fact, that's everybody's finish line. And you don't want to look back and regret the life that you should have lived or was trying to live but you let little things distract you from that such as your own failures your own shortcomings your family your friends and all of these different things that hold you back from creating and dreaming big and inspiring and being a person that you set out to be you know and I guess it's difficult to look at in that lens, you know, after you come from a, like, I guess a near death experience to understand that that was almost <laughs> you getting out of here, you know? And I look now with, I guess, with how much death is surrounding us with the coronavirus going about. And also, there's a people that's, I guess, in my vicinity or circle, you know, that lost their lives due to, you know, drug overdoses, suicide, and stuff like that, which is like very, very, very serious stuff, you know. And also, that it comes with a consequence of the pressure that simply comes with living this life on the day-to-day basis you need a support system to get you through this you know and also not necessarily this is something that i preach on here constantly is taking life too serious which is something that due to the regrets that i haven't had in the past that i started taking life way too serious uh more than i should be you know due to the fact of me Feeling as though I had too much fun. And that's been currently my challenge as of late, you know, is I 
in a weird way kind of feel bad when, you know, I plan out hanging with my friends or doing something that's outside of, you know, purpose served or planning for my next basketball venture and all of these things. It's in a weird way where I tricked myself to thinking that this is something that I should be full-fledged doing all the time. And if you guys are, you know, not new to this podcast with the way that I think and the way that I do things and the way that I operate, you guys can see how easily that that could come about with me due to the fact of me always preaching doing things wholeheartedly and doing things to the best of your ability all the time. But that leads to burnout and I get I suffer from burnout a lot. And it's something that I didn't realize until I would want to say last year, I think the beginning of last year, you know, last year I was doing a lot. I was playing for the Delaware Snipers. Um I was doing this podcast. I'm also was trying to plan out how can I expand Purpose Served as a brand slash business? And also, I was working a full-time job. I was I was starting to get stressed out, but I was, you know, downplaying that stress with the task that I simply had to do every day. You know, upload a, upload a podcast every week. I got to go to practice two to three times a week. I got games on the weekends. I got work Monday through Friday. So every single day it felt like there was something that I could be doing. There was a there was a need for me. You know, not necessarily want and also not necessarily feeling like I had moments to chill and and rest and enjoy myself and have fun. Let alone I don't think at the time that was something that I was looking for either, but I definitely built up a habit at this point to literally being a workaholic but mentally and physically you reach a point where you shut down because your mind and body say tell you like I don't have any more to give you literally you literally wrung out every ounce of energy (laughs) that we had now these is when symptoms of being irritable coming about being annoyed uh, being physically tired, like you don't have the energy to do things. And depending on how bad this burnout is, this can last a couple of days. Some people will probably last weeks to even months. But for me, thanks to Grace, you know, um, I have a practice with her later on, a mindfulness practice, but... The biggest emphasis these last couple of weeks have been put on resting, properly resting, you know, and it makes you think, you know, that while you're working and doing what you got to do, that rest is inevitable. That rest going to have to come sooner or later. You know, we go throughout our day, you know, just at night, go to sleep which is like a recipe period of your body recuperating for um, all that you did in a day. And I talked to a close friend of mine, Steve, 
about this concept of a willpower battery and what the willpower battery is is pretty much think about it like this it only gets recharged when you go to sleep when you first wake up that willpower battery is full-fledged that shit is ready to go and if you think about it like this i take difficult tasks and try to do them first thing in the morning and save the easier tasks for later on during the day because the as the day goes on your willpower battery is getting drained so why would you save a difficult task for later on down the day when your willpower battery is really close to being drained and need to recharge you know might as well save the easier task for when that willpower battery is pretty low and save the difficult task when that willpower battery is pretty high and for me like i haven't gone on this truth just to give you guys an update if i haven't mentioned this as of yet i haven't played basketball the way i've been playing basketball for like the last like i want to say 10 years these last three to four months it was like a death of myself where i put basketball to rest for now to focus on this purpose-served uh, software program that uh, we're currently building. And also, I'm building a consultation um, part of this company as well, which is very difficult. And this is stuff that is all new to me and things that I have to learn, but I'm treating it as a skill that I must acquire, which is going to go hand-in-hand -hand with the purpose-served uh, software program with uh, setting a goal and developing that goal I mean developing your skills through that ultimate goal that you have so stay tuned for that that's going to be coming pretty soon but going back to rest this is in part um, the theme of death and putting something you know to sleep putting something to rest and there's so many things that people did and they died and their message or their creation lived on past their time for example Nikola Tesla being one of those people the fool literally was like one of the first people if not the first person to harness wireless elect like electrical energy well wireless energy and that's something that he didn't really get to see That's something that he didn't really get to see, like, to fruition for himself and to see what idea that he had, creations that he headed towards, like, the benefits of it. But in a weird way, I believe that that's what make people immortal, you know, and essentially live forever, not their body and their vessel, but the things that they've created. You look at Michael Jackson. He's dead. But the music that he made will live on for a really, really long time. It's timeless, you know. But that was something that he created, you know. And that's another, that's some, another prime example of 
uh, immortality at works beyond, you know, somebody's death. And you, we all are capable of achieving something in that, in that realm. I wouldn't necessarily say magnitude because if so, I for sure as hell would be lying. But in the realm of providing a service that's going to help somebody, making beautiful art, you know, that's going to live past your time, you know, it's so many different ways, so many different things that you can do while you're here and now that's going to propel, you know, society and this environment forward. If you think about it whole heartily enough, you know, and and also in taking in the the whole and not necessarily yourself, you know, I think about that when it comes to like Aristotle's and Socrates, like these people speak on spoke on things that are still relevant today, you know. And I guess we have these things documented for these things to live on. So in a way, if you're an author, if you're a writer, <laughs> you're you're immortal. You're creating something that once you die, this thing is still gonna live on past you. And I guess hopefully this podcast lives on um uh, past my mortality, you know, and hopefully purpose served you know, make me immortal in that kind of sense, you know, and also for everybody that's around you, that's your loved ones and everything, be courteous to them, like, you never know, like, people get struck with tragedy all the time, and always think, you know, when it doesn't strike them, like, you know, it's not me, it can never be me, but that's the whole point of tragedy, you you honestly never see it coming. It happens pretty much out of nowhere, you know. And I had my fair share of tragedies from losing friends, losing family, losing loved ones to all type of things, you know what I mean? And this world is crazy. You know, it's a number number of things, you know, sickness, old age, murder, you know, all types of stuff, you know, that I guess makes me in a way aware of, I guess, my own mortality in a way where every day, I guess, I have to do something with this life that I'm being granted. It's a blessing for us to literally be experiencing this. Like, if you're hearing this right now, yo... There's people that did not make it today. And there's people that have family members that didn't make it today. And they're dealing with that. That's a lot to deal with. That really is. But in a way, I'll say it's a, it's a transition, you know, to something that I believe that is better than this, you know. And we can operate in that immortality realm right here, right now, by utilizing all of these creation, God's creations around us. And 
that's gonna that's gonna bring you fulfillment. I'm guaranteeing that's gonna bring you fulfillment. I'm not necessarily saying that it's gonna make you happy, but I believe that meaning is having meaning in your life is more important than having happiness. You know, because if you was happy twenty four seven, I don't know, like that puts a that puts a damper on life if you if you can't really feel no emotion. So if you stuck on happy, how would you know what anything? How would you even know you're happy if you only are happy? You know. That's why it's good to experience all this wide range of BS that that comes with it. There's so much learning that goes with it. There's so much growth that comes with it, and also the amount of connections that we have with. You know, simply being alive. That's that's something in itself. Um, at this point, this is the end of the podcast episode. This is a pretty short one uh, today. But I love you guys. Literally every last one of y'all. Download the podcast. Rate the podcast. Leave comments uh, for the podcast. Share the podcast. Uh, that would help out tremendously with getting this message um, out there. And also, if you are new, this is your very first podcast, check out the previous 40-plus podcast to get a real feel for what Purpose Served is and, you know, hopefully a better understanding on your current walk and your journey too. Love y'all. Serve your purpose. And deuces!